Welcome to Thursday Night Football on AfterBuzz. Tonight's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings was a tight one. We also have news about the football teams. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, I'm so used to the Monday Night Football Shout music. out to Thursday all night the Cowboys <laughs> fans out there. No, no, no. Shout out to the Cowboys fans. Come you on. gotta give it up to no. the Cowboys. No. Welcome not. to Thursday Night, Josh. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. This is interesting. It's I like, like it, though. Swap seats. Yeah, we swap seats. I like it. Well, Thursday Night Football. How are you guys? I'm Michael Rippey. You can catch me on social media at Mike Rips. I'm Jill Monroe. You can catch me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Josh Rodriguez on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Well, this is exciting. All right. Well, we had actually a good game tonight. Yeah. We did. Yes, we did. We did. I didn't. A close game. Yes. I rephrased. Yes. Close game. Pretty good, though. I thought so, at least. Better than most. Fifth and offense against the third ranked defense. Yes. Yes. But Dallas, again, victorious. 11 straight. How does that make you feel, Rolling! Josh is a Giants fan. I'm a Giants fan, too. I don't know if the Monday Night Football listeners are the same as the Thursday Night Football listeners, but for those who don't know, I'm a Giants fan, and it's kind of killing me to see the Cowboys on the streak right now. But they're good, man. They really are. I... I thought they were going to lose tonight. I'm not going to lie. I thought you they, did you yeah. on Monday Night Football. Yeah, you said that. I, I think they deserve to lose tonight, to be honest. They snuck out with a victory tonight. Yeah. A couple yeah. big uh, plays that went their way that Minnesota it shows the difference between a team that's 11-1 right. and one and a team that's 6-6. Six and six. Also, a couple calls that went their way, too. Yeah. Anyone in particular? Uh, no, the roughing the passer on the two-point two conversion. That, was, that the wasn't called. The head that oh, they yeah, didn't call. A, yeah. yeah, you got to You know what? That. Let's talk about that right now because I actually was thinking – I think it's so dumb that you can't challenge that when it's the referee's discretion and he's going to miss a blatant call, but sometimes they make the blatant call. Right. It's so subjective. Especially something like that. It is subjective, but that was so obvious. Well, it's right, but I mean, I mean, it's subjective from the referee standpoint. If the referee sees it or he doesn't, it's not nothing has changed whether it really hit the the face or not, and it was clearly hit the face. So you think that there should be able to be a challenge for that? Absolutely. Those types. That was a big moment in the game. It was the biggest moment of the game. Huge. Yeah. I mean, they were at the seven at that time because they had a false start. So what, that's half a distance to the goal. Redo Momentum it from the three changer. or four. Yeah. yeah. I just think there's got to be something that – because if, if just depending on the referee calls it or not when it's blatantly happening, there's got to be a way that you can get that right. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion. All right, so uh, let's go through some stats from this one. Dak Prescott, probably one of his worst games. Yeah, he didn't do much, right? He had like 100-something yards. I mean, he, he made a couple plays at the end, but he had a couple fumbles. Mm-hmm. Um that big play to Dez. He, well, he, you know, it was a big play to Dez, but he overthrew Dez. Yeah. Dez actually made a beautiful catch, rolled uh, to the one, and then they, they punched it in. Uh, Minnesota, on the flip side, looked dead offensively. Couldn't get anything going. Um, what you think? I will say this again. Sam Bradford exposed. Oh. Once the league figured out what was going on, their little juju that they had um, from preseason to the start of the season, he hasn't been the same. Yeah, I'm actually kind of disappointed in Sam Bradford. I thought he'd be better than this, especially when he first came on to the scene this year with the Vikings. They started off well. He was playing very well. He developed an instant connection with Stephon Diggs, so I thought, you know, that might be a nice little duo there. Uh, but they lost AP, so you kind of have to figure, you know, you lose your biggest weapon. Yeah, but it's they were be... still winning without AP for that's true. quite some but time. But because of the defense. Yeah. Because of the defense setting up the offense and scoring points in for the offense. Notice the defense didn't score any points this uh, this game, they ended up with what? 
12 points, right? Well, no, what was his final score? Final score, 17-15 Dallas. So 15 points. And Minnesota got a couple points because there was a turnover in... The, uh, Dallas had a turnover in their own territory. Dax fumble. So, I mean, when the Vikings defense is not creating points off turnovers, I Minnesota doesn't really that. score. Yeah. They don't really score. I put out on Twitter before the game, I thought Minnesota had a chance to win this one. Yeah. I really thought they were going to win, and I thought they deserved to win. Their defense played very well. Yeah. I mean, Zeke did nothing all game. I think he had one big run towards the end. He did have a big run towards the end. He had one run that was decent in the middle of the game. But, yeah, yeah he, they, were, they stopped him well. He had that 43-yard run that was a penalty that they called back. back. But, you know, he looked like he hurt himself on that play. Actually, he got up a little gimpy when he was coming back down the field, at least from my perspective. That's what I saw. Mm -hmm. And I wondered if after that, I mean, if that had some, you know, or if he's just sort of wearing down at this point. He just, I don't know, something looked a little off with him to me this game. I think it's more of the Minnesota defense just playing well. It's a good defense. I also wanted, I was also thinking during this game that, Minnesota's defense is is almost the Seattle defense, but not as good. And I'm I'm really worried about Dallas. And, I know this is going to sound crazy. I think the only team that can you you can legitimately say is better than Dallas right now in the NFC is Seattle. I, I, don't, I think Dallas is the best team. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But after watching tonight's game, I don't think that Dallas could beat Seattle. I don't know if they can beat Seattle in Seattle, but I don't think they'll have that problem. They're not going to play in Seattle. That uh, game is going to be in I Dallas. Think they can in Dallas beat, yeah. I think they can beat Seattle. I'm worried. I really am. After tonight's game. What, what thought, aspect has you worried? What do you think that the they'll Dallas have a problem offense, with? Their offense. Against a good defense. I think Dallas can roll and Dak can roll when they're playing not a great defense. But you saw what a good attacking defense can do to the Dallas offense. And outside of a couple stupid plays, like Minnesota, that. let's talk about the big plays. That fumble... On the punt return, yes, game changer. That lost yeah, them the game completely. Terrible. It was terrible. First of all, don't don't field the punt inside your ten or at the ten if you if you can't make the catch and then run with it and then fumble. Yeah. I mean, it's just so terrible. Well, maybe you can look this up because I feel like Dallas kind of shot themselves in the foot with a bunch of penalties today. There's a couple holding calls. Escobar had two, I think. Um, I know Zeke had one. I think Dallas committed more penalties than they usually do. They're usually more clean. Did Skandrick have one? Didn't Orlando Skandrick? Dallas was t- 10 penalties for their 70 yeah. yards lost. I mean, they fumbled about four times. They only lost yeah. two. So they, it's just uncharacteristic of them. I Agreed. chalk it up to that. I don't think it's the new norm. Yeah. I just think that I don't, it was a bad game. I don't, I don't think that you're going to see that again from I Dallas. Don't, I don't think it's the new norm. I just think that there's a difference between when you're playing other defenses and playing a good defense. Sure. And, I, I mean, Minnesota's got a good defense, a top five, top ten defense, and – I'm just worried about Dallas when it comes down to crunch time. Also, because I don't really trust Jason Garrett in a big game. Yeah, I agree. And he has to prove it in the big game. This is great right now, and I think the pressure is going to rise as they keep winning. Might have been better for them to lose a game here or there to get them in check. Yeah, to be next honest, week. lose next week. And they play the Giants <laughs> next week, right? Yeah. Why not? So let's go through some of the stats. Uh, we talked about Sam Bradford. If you just look at stats, and this is one of my problems with stats, is you think he might have had a good game because he was 32 for 45, 247 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. But if you watch the game, you didn't at any time think Sam Bradford was rolling. <laughs> no. You saw him over. You saw him completely missing receivers, throwing check down after check down. The two-point conversion to tie the game at the end, he threw the ball 10 yards out of the end zone. Yeah, he did. It was a terrible throw. I mean, come on. Give your guys a chance. Uh, I mean, but haven't we seen this story? We have, of course. So. And we see the Sam Bradford face, where it's like the confusion. Meets, <laughs> I can't believe it. I don't and know what happened here. It's unbelievable. He did lead him down uh, for a touchdown in the last drive, though. 
Yeah, I think Dallas was playing a little prevent there. Which I don't know. Why do teams do that? That blows my mind. Uh, there's not an answer. It's just the. It's ridiculous. Prevent them from winning. But on the flip side, Dak, he was 12 for 18, 139 yards passing, the one touchdown. To Dez, same thing there. Dez scores on about a 10 yard. Uh, just throw Serena. it, Serena. throw it out because you're gonna play. You're gonna play off him at the 10. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna play off Dez Bryant at the 10 yard line and let him run into the end zone after he catches it. It's just. Bozo, do you think uh, – we didn't mention Mike Zimmer, head coach of Minnesota, had emergency eye surgery, missed the game. Do you think that if Mike Zimmer was on the sideline, the result's different? No. Same yeah. result? Yeah, Same result? I don't think that that had much to do with it. Because at this point – especially at this point in the season, we're in week 13. You know your offense. You know – I mean, you know what you have to do to prepare. Um, he th- how long has he been away from the team? Just just, just since happened, yesterday. Just since yesterday, right? So yeah. it happened they were already minute. prepared. Yeah, they, they were, were already prepared. prepared he, so. he installed the game plan, so that's that is true. But I never even heard of uh, I think Mike Pfeiffer, like the interim coach for today's game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know football. I never heard of him. You know the things. Um, tell us, tell us what you guys think in the chat or in the comments. If Mike Zimmer was the head coach and uh, didn't miss the game, would the results have been different? We all think no. Same result. Uh, Let's get to some more stats in this one. Dez, he had four for 84. So, I mean, he had big, big catches, but not too many. Yeah, outside that big game, I feel like the Dallas offense was very conservative today. Yeah. I don't, was that just me? I don't know. I just well, feel like they didn't it really. Was, they played not small, but I felt they played small. For I lack think of it was conservative, but this, I'm telling you, I really am worried about Dallas in the playoffs now. I don't know. I'm not I'm not as worried as you are. I am. I, I, I believe in Dak because I think Dak it's is not a very common presence. I think he makes smart decisions. Zeke is one of the better running backs in the league right Absolutely. now. Their line is unbelievable. Yep. You know, sometimes you just meet a team that's amped up to go. They're in their home building. Yep. It's a, the yep. only game of the night. Any so. given Thursday. Yeah, it happens. Nice. Well played, Joe. So I mean, as much as I hate to admit it. I, I mean, I also... Th- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I mean, I also think that as far as the Cowboys and Dez just backing up a little bit, Dez hasn't really... I mean, he's obviously been involved in the offense, but he hasn't been a featured part of the offense. He's been like a backup plan. They haven't necessarily needed him. So I think you also have to consider that when heading into the playoffs. He's going to be fresh. True. You know what I mean? A little bit fresher. I mean, and so... I think that the way that they've been playing, they still have very many offensive weapons, and that's been their strength and their O line. So yeah, um, that's why I'm not worried about but them. You, because usually, yeah, usually the they don't turn the ball over and they don't commit as many penalties. And no. I don't, like I said before, I don't think it's the new norm. It's I understand they were playing a better defense in Minnesota. Maybe Minnesota's defense is the reason why you know they had a hold of Jersey here and there, or they fumbled the ball here and there. But I and I it's a short of, week. That too. No, it wasn't a short week. And then outside of Seattle. Both teams played last night. Oh, that's right. That's right. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I forgot. Outside of Seattle, what defense are you really fearing in the NFC playoffs as of right now? And honestly, Minnesota's defense is better than Seattle's defense this year. um, I'd I'd take Seattle's defense in a playoff game without question. I'll take Minnesota. Defense. No, I think Seattle's. Okay, Especially but, their experience. But outside of Seattle, who what no, defense is really going to shut down Zeke, Dak, and that offensive line? Not shut him down. But do, what, really, but do what happened today, you mean? Yeah. I the think only I'm going to take Seattle against Dallas. The only team that's up on them this season that seemed to have sort of figured them out is who? The Giants. Your New York football Giants. It'll be interesting to see the rematch next week. Yeah. Uh, the Giants play this Sunday night also? They play Sunday night against... No. They have like the late afternoon game. Late afternoon. Against Pittsburgh. Dallas going to have an extra couple days to get ready for their game. In New York, um, just trying to look Ten at the, the schedule, I mean... Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting to a Thursday night game. Interesting. Who does Dak remind you of? Anyone? 
Tell us in the chat too. Who do you, in the comments? Hey, by the way, James, is, is anyone in the chat room? We'll look it up. find out for you. Right. Okay. But who, tell me, what do you guys think? Does Dak remind you? Because I started to see some. I always like to do this with players: is see who I think they remind me of similarities wise. Does he remind you of another quarterback in the NFL right now? No. No. I so I, I think that like Carson I, Palmer with more well, legs. I see in Dak. I see some Russell Wilson. Mm, I, I think Russell's. He uses his legs more. He creates. He Did you see the play at the end where Dak rolled out, got that first down, they oh, reset yeah. the ball, yeah. stayed in bounds? I'm not saying Dak doesn't use his legs, but I feel like Russell's more improv. Dak is more in the pocket. Dak stays in the pocket, but yeah. I, I think he's got he's got that uh, intuition, instincts that he knows not he knows when to get rid of the ball, not to make too many mistakes. He's got a lot of Russell Wilson in my eyes. So his his field vision is basically so, his yeah. He's yeah. smart. He's very intangibles. Smart. He's got yeah. a, a lot of that down, especially when you see him come in and be able to do what he's doing as a rookie. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of what Russell does. Now they're not similar in stature, and, and some other things are different. But it's got a lot of similarities to Russell Wilson, which is a great comp because I think Russell Wilson's uh, probably my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Fantasy Stats Guru, shout out to you because you're always holding it down yes. for us. Um, said he thinks that the O-line is what gives Dallas a chance to win their playoff games. I don't think that they would win yes. it all because of inexperience and lack of getting yeah. turnovers from their defense. Yeah. I- oh, and to answer your other question, Star Drew said Tom Brady wasn't it for Zach Prescott. Does that mean he thinks that does Tom Brady reminds him of Zach? I don't know. Uh, we'll keep what do you mean by that? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that... that some of that reminds me of, uh, or, or that's kind of what I think. I think that the inexperience that Dallas has in the playoffs is going to bite them against Seattle. I mean, I, I came on here. I've given you the wild prediction. I think Dallas would win it all with Tony Romo, but I can't see Dallas beating Seattle. We're going to have to wait and see. A lot of things are going to change, but after tonight, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to say I'm taking Seattle over Dallas. Can I go for a rant? Like, can I go on a little rant here? Go for it. Uh-oh. I think I would take Seattle over Dallas, but I, I hate when people say inexperience. That bothers me, like, to no end. It's football. These guys have been playing football okay. their whole But you don't lives. think NFL football is still it's different? It's football. Agreed. I don't think that when I – okay, so let me clarify when I say inexperience. Okay. I mean that you get to a moment where the pressure gets too big – and it affects you in a different way. But than all you're used these to. players have been in games. Like Zeke played for Ohio State. They all been in games where yeah. it's like this is the biggest game of my life. Okay. This is the most pressure I've ever felt in my life. Two they, things. They, they, they've all been there. Two things. All, just in a different arena or a different level. And once I, the kickoff happens, don't you forget? Uh, yes and no. I agree. First, I don't think that Zeke feels pressure. He's been in all those games. He right. came from Ohio State. I give it that. He doesn't worry me. It's the guys that worry me the most as far as inexperience are head coaches because I've seen pressure get to them. Like, for example, Andy Reid. That guy can coach a game like no other in the regular season. You put him in the playoffs, an example, the Super Bowl when uh, McNabb and Terrell Owens. Yeah. And they don't know how to run the, the uh, no, two-minute offense when they need extra points. So there are definitely times where head coaches are affected in playoffs. They make the wrong decisions because the pressure gets to them. Uh, and flip side of that, also quarterbacks. Running backs, I'm okay with. I don't think that pressure really affects. So you think Dak is going to crack? The, I don't even think that Dak, Dak, Dak don't crack. <laughs> Dak don't crack. <laughs> Once you go Dak, you, you never, never go back. back. Uh I do not think that Dak. Tony I don't, Roma would it's agree. not that I think that Dak is going to all of a sudden fall apart. I just think there's a difference between you know making you know your average play and making the game winning play. And for example, we talk about Tony Romo. Tony Romo in the playoffs, he didn't have a lot of experience. They played Seattle in, in years ago. He couldn't 
receive the. But I don't chalk it up to experience. Like that's such like a leap for me. You know what I mean? No, like, but I the, think there's something to be said about doing it. Once you do it and you've done it, I you have know. the confidence to do it again. I and guess. so for me, a lot of times I like to see someone do it before I know that they could do it again. Also, I just want to say something. Were you guys listening to the telecast tonight when Chris Collinsworth, because NBC had the call, was talking about they were mentioning how Tony Rome was the best backup in the world, and uh, they were talking about well, don't don't get too crazy yet because don't forget last year Peyton Manning was a backup. Oh my god! And there's a lot of season left, yeah. and I was just thinking that was a funny moment because I heard when they dropped the Law and Order theme in on um, did what, what was that? They did do that. Shout out to- so wait, really quick, Juan Carlos says after Seattle Juan. lost to Tampa Bay, how can you seriously say that they are a better team than the um, So, I, again, I have not... I think that Dallas is the best team in, the, in football. I think they're the best team in football. And I think in the playoffs, when Seattle visits Dallas in the conference championship, I think Seattle's going to beat Dallas. Because I think Seattle mm-hmm. is a... Seattle plays best in the playoffs. They've been there a lot of times. They're not going to feel any pressure. And I think what we saw tonight is that there's a difference when Dallas plays your very decent team and uh, an attacking defense. It's all about the defense, and I think Seattle has the Minnesota defense, but even better in my opinion, whether we, you know, different or not, we agree or not, I think Seattle has a better defense, and I think Seattle is going to beat Dallas in Dallas. Because it, aren't the Giants the only playoff team that the um, Cowboys have beat this season? Oh, no, they, well, it's hard to say because well, Steelers aren't in the playoffs right now, but right. the Ravens would be in the playoffs. They oh, beat okay. the Ravens, but it's hard to say who's in the playoffs well, right now. Really, to be- the one thing I agree with Guru about is that their defense doesn't really make any plays or no. put points on the board or put their offense in position to... And, and frankly, to, to be completely honest, as I was watching tonight's game, the only thing I could think about is that the Dallas offense looks pretty bad. But that's just today. But I know. But, but we I haven't think, thought that any other day, to be fair. Agreed, we haven't, but they have not been playing great defenses. And that's what I'm... I'm just talking about when we talk about the top tier. Yes. And we're, I'm not talking about can they win 14 games this season? Can they win that first playoff game against... You you're know, you're talking Seattle NFC Championship game. I'm talking okay. about when the, when, it, when the cream rises to the top. Yeah. Can they get it done? Because that's a whole other level. And that's where I'm worried. Do I think they could win that game? Absolutely. But do I feel as confident as their 11-1 record would make you think? That's an 11-1. Okay. I think against Seattle, I'm taking Seattle. Well, Se- Seattle has to make it there, too. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's funny because we could talk all this and then yeah. they both won't And then, be then there. Seattle loses to Atlanta. And, and and, and, <laughs> and the NFC Championship game could be the Giants and like the Falcons. I'll take it. But no. <laughs> anything can happen. It's I need to see the Cowboys there. It's just, it's just something I don't know. I'm just seeing okay. it, and we'll have to see. Obviously, I think it's, it's a fair observation. I just, I just think that it's not the new norm. I think that no, I, I don't think it's the new norm yeah. either. That's not it. Okay, uh, but anyways, I guess uh, I think that's much. I mean, what else we got on tonight's game? Anything you guys want to talk, talk about? What, what do we think about the jerseys? I loved uh, Minnesota's jerseys. I love them. Okay. Uh, I'm indifferent. To indifferent. Both. They were cool. I mean, it was Dallas like, was it's whatever, nice. but yeah. I, I love Minnesota's. All right, I mean, so. Yeah. Uh, there was news off the field today that came to the forefront tonight mm. talking about other teams in the NFL and two. Thank wow, you, Jimbo. Thank you. I didn't thought hey. <laughs> He's still awake. We thought we put him to sleep. Um, we'll start with it came out that it looks like without a miracle that both uh, two teams will be moving, and they're both in the AFC West. First, the Oakland Raiders are going to go to Las Vegas, it looks like. Now they're going to have to get approval for that, but... Uh, 
that looks like its own table as a real thing. And on the flip side, this will happen where the San Diego Chargers will move to L.A. and join the Rams in their new stadium down the road, but they're coming to Los Angeles next season unless a miracle. No, unless a miracle. They've opted out. The city of San Diego has said, we don't have any public funds for you to get another stadium. So guess what? They're like, yeah, we're going to head up north to L.A. I think that's going to be interesting. We've talked a bit about this. I am a newly... Um, what, what's the word newfound. for it? I'm a newfound. There it is. A newfound Rams fan that used to have a loose attachment to them in the past. Um, and so Mike and I were discussing what we think is going to happen once the Chargers hit L.A. I think the Rams better step it up or they're going to find the seats at the um, Coliseum look a little emptier next season. I agree with you, Jill, because the Rams are one of the least exciting teams in the NFL right now. And even though the Chargers aren't that... nice. Okay, they are the least exciting team. In the hey, hey, the, no, right, one of one of. There is still the a Browns, team. Yeah, there's the still Browns. a team called the Browns okay. out there. But even though the Chargers are incredibly mediocre right now, they still have Philip Rivers. They have playmakers. Keenan Allen, Gordon. They got uh, a lot of players. On the, on Antonio Gates is still yeah. a player. Travis Benjamin. I'm wearing this Rams hat because of two reasons: because of this news, and also because. I want to support the L.A. Rams, but at this current time, and I feel like I speak for a lot of people in L.A., that after seeing Jeff Fisher completely shit the bed continuously as the head coach, that it's time for him to be fired. And if he is not fired, this news about San Diego coming up to L.A. is going to be huge because the Rams are going to be second fiddle in this city if they don't fire Jeff Fisher. That, to me, is a no-brainer. With The way Jeff Fisher coaches this team, it's unexciting. There's no hope. Fans have lost hope. They don't like going to the games. And if the Chargers come with who the players you mentioned, the Chargers are going to take over this city in a heartbeat. And people are going to be Chargers fans and not the Rams fans. And it's all going to become it's all going to come down to if Jeff Fisher's fired. So basically, anybody in the LA Rams organization, either uh, they got to do something about getting rid of Jeff Fisher. You really think it, it comes down to that? It's that simple. There's more to it, but I think that is as simple as I can make it. That if Jeff Fisher returns as the Rams head coach, that that you are putting the Rams as the second team in this city by a lot. And you will see everyone jump ship because they are not, they're not exciting. No one likes Jeff Fisher, not even Eric Dickerson. And (laughs) the reality is that they play an un, un, no one's inspired by them. No one There's has no hope. star on the team. And they're just a bo- they're a very boring team to watch. Yeah. And they you really don't are. have any hope believing in Jeff Fisher. This yeah. guy's a crook. He's a crook. He's a fraud. Charlatan. Get rid of him. I don't know what kind of blackmail he has on the owner and stuff. <laughs> I don't, honestly, this is ridiculous. But get rid of that guy because otherwise, this Rams hat is going to be a Chargers hat next year. Oh, Ooh, there it is. Oh. Yeah, I like the hat, LA though. I'll take, I'll take it. It is a nice hat. It's I a like very nice hat. Yeah. Okay, well, I have two quick news stories. Please, drop we're gonna move on. Um, New England Patriots tight end Rob mm. Gronkowski is out for the season. He'll undergo Huge. surgery for a herniated disc. Can it's I, really sad to see Rob out again. When's the last time he finished a full season? I don't remember. It's been bad. You know, and I mean, he is extremely talented. He's been one of the premier players at that position and sort of, you know, spotlight. Well, and he's the but best, he hasn't he's been the on the best tight end of all time. So Of all time? Yes. I agree. Wow. So Dolphins 25 to 1 to win the AFC East? Not happening. But I'm just saying. I mean, but I, I think to me that is a huge <laughs> blow for them. I mean, I know we saw them early in the season get by without Brady, but I, I think that Patriots fans should be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, because when, when Gronk is in that lineup, it makes them almost impossible to beat. They're very dominant. It's with, a huge loss. It's but huge. Are we, we're not, 
hundred percent sure he's out of the playoffs, are we? We're done. We know. He's I, done so I, for, I read eight weeks. Eight weeks, and I know the report said he's likely done for the season, but he potentially could be back for a Super Bowl or something. Yeah, but they have to make it there, and I don't think they make it. They out. do have to make it. They there. don't make it out of the AFC without him. Yeah, I don't think. Who I'm makes it out now? Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. Welcome to the bandwagon, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. As I talked about Andy Reid in the playoffs, not a great combo. We'll see. Okay, so I have two other quick things. Um, Richard Sherman blamed karma for Cam's and the Panthers' bad season because he snatched the 12th man's flag. Yeah, that, that's that what it is. Um, <laughs> and then I have a couple of bits of Jets news. There were rumors that Darrell Revis has mentally checked out on the season. He looks like it. It's like Revis Rock now and not Revis Island. Wow. Um, but he says he still has love for the game, and it's just something that's going through. But allegedly, Woody Johnson is unhappy with him and may not, you know, try and restructure his deal to, you know, have Darrell take a pay cut and come back. He may just cut him and let him roll out. So. Darrell Revis is not taking a pay cut right now. You know he's going that right now. She's going back to Miami? Is that what you think? He's never been on Miami, but you know I mean, not back to... I'm sorry, back to Tampa. I'm sorry. No. New England. New England. Back to New England. He'd be a safety on New England next season. Ah, I'm over him. He should go home. That's where he should go. <laughs> well, he's not what he used to be. Yeah. No, well, he was, he was the top. He yeah. was the cream of the crop. And he yeah. was... He was a great cornerback in his heyday. Yes, he was. And Incredible. that heyday is over. That heyday is and over. And it's time to get a lifeboat. So anyway, <laughs> um, and lastly, this is kind of some sad news. Former Jets oh, yeah. um, player Joe McKnight was murdered this afternoon. And UCF, USC grad. Yes, USC grad putting in work um, in a road rage incident. He um, was in his hometown of New Orleans. He had some type of altercation with the driver of another car. He was apologetic. It wasn't like he was trying to argue with them. This is according to an eyewitness. Witness. And I guess this man was very, very enraged about something. And he ended up shooting him and then standing over him and shooting him again, oh saying, I told you not to F with me. So um, this is from an eyewitness who had walked out of a store just as the incident is hap- was happening. So um, sending prayers to his family and the Jets family. Sad. He also he was... played with um, the Chiefs, and it was yeah. 2014 when... I, know, I remember him in college. He was the number one prospect at a time when he was in high school. He was supposed to be the next Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah. he was. So. Sad. All right. All right. And one last segment. I created this. We're doing it different tonight. We've lost some of our panel, but I created T or F on T and F. So it's true or false. You guys each have to give me your answers. You don't know my questions. They don't know my questions. Okay. If you guys want in the chat or in the comments, you you can play along. You can uh, tell us what you think. It's either true or false now. I've got 11, all right? And you guys can ask some questions, too. This should be fun. True or false. Number one, Dallas is the best team in football. False. Right now? Or period. Um, right now, I mean, t- whatever you think it means. <sighs> Josh said false. Jill? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, 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 um. T or F? <sighs> I feel like true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand by. Hey, hey. Yes. Not the, you know, the Jeopardy music. Yeah, like it was hard for me. True. 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 Time's I'm, I'm going to go with true. True. Okay. All right. We got one true. We got one false. All right. Number two. Minnesota will make the playoffs. False. <sighs> You know, that's been my stance all season. Don't worry, this is being recorded. I'm gonna have Your to give answers in. answers are being I'm recorded. I'm going to have to give in. False. Ooh, all right, we got, we got I, agreement I've, I've there. been vouching for Minnesota. No way. All now, season. remember, guys. In Sam Bradford, you will but not prosper. You are allowed to join us in the live chat or the comments and answer these questions. Let us know all week because this is being recorded. False. There you go, false. Number three. 
Dak Prescott is the MVP. False. False. Unison. Number four, Ezekiel Elliott is the rookie of the year. False. True. Ooh, okay, disagreement there. Number five, Thursday night football is good for the NFL. False. False. All right, number six, Thursday night football has been a disaster for the fans. True. True. This is getting good. I had to take a sip. (laughs) Number seven. (laughs) Thank Uh you in the live chat, Fantasy Stats Guru. We appreciate you. Number seven, the color rush uniform theme is a good idea. True. True. I like it. All right, good. I like it too. Number eight. You have watched a Thursday night football game on Twitter this season. True. True. All right, so Twitter. Good job by Twitter. Number nine. Tony Romo will be a starting quarterback in 2017. True. True. Okay. Yeah, true. Number 10. On the flip side, Teddy Bridgewater will be a starting quarterback in 2017. Who? Oh, it's not the choice. <laughs> T, N, or, T or F. I mean, who else is um, the, who else are the Vikings going to get? Obviously, not Sam Bradford again. I'm just you know, know maybe he's, healthy. He's injury, injury is not. so. I'm gonna say false. I, ah, that, he, he's, that injury. Oh, you false, don't think right. he's gonna come yeah. back from it? Yeah. Mm. And finally, number eleven. This has been your favorite segment on TNF. One thousand percent true. True. Thank you. That is TRF. On TNF. Nice. <laughs> Anyone on the chat have anything? Yeah, yeah they, they have a lot. They've oh, been answering all. Fantasy Thank Stats you. Guru answered all the questions. <laughs> Juan Carlos was in there. Um, I think it was it. Star Drew. We appreciate you guys giving your answers. Side note, Dak Prescott, Rookie of the Year. That's why I asked him. Okay, so Dak you guys, Dak Dak I'm with Dak. Zeke. I'm with, I'm with Zeke, and you know why I say that because of his um, the stats numbers that he's putting he's up. Killing it. And who's um, was it? Who uh, was it? God, I can't remember whose record he broke or is about to break. I'm blanking. Tony Dorsett? Dak. No, it was someone else. What record are we talking about? Some record on the Cowboys that I can't remember now because I'm unprepared. (laughs) But, um, yeah. I know my my segment got you thrown off. A little bit, a little bit, but I liked it. You know, that's good. I like that. Thanks for playing. It's kind of hard not to give rookie of the year to the quarterback who's having the best rookie season. But you just said he's MVP. No, he's not a big no, you, Oh, no, no, no. No, no. I said rookie of the year. Okay, you said you rookie, of the year. rookie of the year. Okay. Yeah. So who is, the, who is the MVP, guys? Derek uh, Carr. I, I would say Derek Carr, and I would say I would say second, Matthew Stafford. Oh. I know a lot of people don't <laughs> like that, but oh. I, think, yeah. I think you got to get to Matt. I think you do. Second, I would Ooh. go Dak or Ooh. Zeke. I don't know. But Derek Carr, Who's I really think the he's Lions the are in first place. Matthew Stafford's playing out of his mind. He's having a great season. He is having. A I mean, I know his time. reputation isn't the best reputation, but I mean, you got to give him credit. Womp. I'm giving him credit. Who are you going to put over him? Jimbo don't like it. See, who are you going to put over Matthew Stafford? Maybe Matt Ryan. That's it. Who? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people. Who for MVP? I mean, I'm going to throw it. First off, I'm going to take Tom Brady over Matt Stafford. <sighs> now here's the thing. Can I we know. just? I mean, he's you, you know, he's I'm missed say. four games, and in those four games, he went three and one. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's the most valuable player on the team. I mean, he's, you can argue he's the best quarterback in the league. I get it. He's Tom All Brady. That good stuff. But how valuable are you if your team went three and one without you? I, to me, this season, it showed to Tom Brady it's clearly I, I, valuable. But, but is he the most valuable player in the league? Absolutely not. Not right now. That's my point. Yes, he's obviously he's valuable, but is he the most, most, and stands for most valuable player? No. We got, four, we got five more weeks left. <laughs> um... All right, I think that's it. You guys have anything else? 
Matt Stafford, runner-up MVP. Matt Stafford. <laughs> I'm saying runner-up. Runner-up? Let's, let's yeah, focus. Yeah, Carr's MVP. Next week, Thursday Night Football, we got a great one. Probably the best matchup of the young of the season. Not even young anymore. We got Kansas City Chiefs and Oakland Raiders. Ooh. Could be for first place. It is for first place in my mind. Well, it depends what happens this weekend. But yeah, yeah could be, actually be for first place. Who are you taking? I'm taking Kansas City. I'm on the Kansas City bagwing with you. I think they're going to the Super Come Bowl. Come baby. If I had to choose right choo now choo. today. This, oh, you this, think they're going to the Super yeah, Bowl? Yeah, this, this is obviously subject to change in two weeks, but... As of right now, they would be my pick to go to AFC, uh, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Interesting. Against Dallas? Are you on the Giants now? No. I, I'm like you. I, I would take Seattle over Dallas. Ooh. Interesting. My whole Chiefs Seahawks. Change. Chiefs Seahawks. I'm going to take the Raiders. The Raiders? Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, just go out there. And right. I think just when, baby, they have a little something going. They stumbled a bit. Yeah. And I feel like that they might have something for. Um, Kansas City's defense. The Raiders are a lot like the Giants to I me, mean, not in the way they play, but just that so there's something that that. about them that I just don't like or don't trust. And I'm a Giants fan. I was I'm just about this. to say the Raiders are so much like the Cowboys. Really? Yeah. I, but I'm, I'm just talking about. And you, I'm not talking about the way they play. Yeah. I, mean, I just mean that I watch the Raiders and I don't believe in them. Just like I watch the Giants and I don't believe yet. I just don't. I don't know why. I don't. I, I can't even give your you. Coach is Ben McAdoo. I can't. Even, <laughs> I can't even give you guys like a reason, like a valid logical reason. It's just you know eye test type of thing. Yeah. That's just that's the only thing I can tell you. Yeah, I don't think the Raiders. Can. I think the Raiders are a year away. They're overachieving this season by a lot. And I do think they're overachieving, but for some reason, I just feel like they'll come out on top. On Thursday. Next, on Thursday, okay. not. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I'm yeah. just talking about Thursday. Okay. It's gonna be not talking game. about any further than that. Chiefs are 18 and three in their last 21 regular season games. They're six and zero in that division, right? Uh, I mean, in the Not last yet. six games or something like that. They might be in the some last stat, six games. Like, yeah. last eight games or 8-0 you know, or mm. something like that. Andy Reid's a boss. Why is nobody really talking about the Chiefs, though? Because they're not exciting. No, because their quarterback's Alex Smith. But Alex Smith is serviceable. I agree, but a lot of people just, it's Alex Smith, so it's Alex Smith. Yeah. And they just got Justin Houston back, that Chiefs team. Man. Mm-hmm. I was telling you guys about him weeks ago. Did you listen? Did you pick him up for your fantasy Mike has team? also been telling us about the Tennessee Titans. I know. He has. Titans. Mike's not been kind of right this season, yeah. I like to pick out the teams early, but... Who cares? <laughs> doesn't mean anything. All right, that's it. You can catch me on social media at Mike Grips. Uh, my name is Michael Rippy, and I'm usually joined somewhere with these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jill Monroe. You can check me at Stiletto Jill everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Check out JacksonStilettoJill.com for some sports and pop culture stories and gossip. Nice. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. I love to debate about sports on Twitter, so hit me up if you guys want. You can catch me on the Monday Night Football After Show with these guys right here. Thank you for having me on Thursday Night Football. Thanks for coming. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.